Hello everyone and welcome to the Heavy Debriefings Podcast. This is Josh Ronquist here and I have a brand new interview that is not really so much of what I've been covering a lot lately. This is much more in the hard rock territories, but killer music nonetheless. A band known as Lydia's Castle, whose brand new self-titled EP is available now. Available directly through the band. In this interview, I talked to Tanya and Cody about how the band started, how they got the magnificent rhythm section that they got a part of the band now, what they'll be looking forward to in the future, what it's like to be able to write together as a couple, and so much more. And I really hope you enjoy my talk with Tanya and Cody of Lydia's Castle. Hello. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. good. Oh, I, I apologize about that. I'm not sure what happened on my end or on Skype's end, but I'm, I'm glad this is working out and we can do this interview. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, it's okay. Technology, you know. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. Well, I, I, I thank you both uh, once again for uh, taking the time to do this interview. I've gotten the chance to be able to uh, check you out and uh, check out this uh, brand new debut EP. And I just love everything that's going on between all five of these tracks. I just love the range and diversity that's going on. I mean, no matter how somber it gets, how heavy it gets, it just like it hits so many great emotions. And it's just so jam packed for just five songs on one EP. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. That. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to listen to it, too. Oh, not a problem. So now that it's been out, I mean, how does it feel to finally have this out for people to be able to check out? It's a relief. We've been, <laughs> been sitting on it for a little bit, um, yeah. but we're, I'm happy that we've crossed that that threshold and we have, we officially have an EP out, you know, we have songs out and, and music to share with music people. to share with people and, mm-hmm. you know, something to show for it. So it's, right. it's pretty exciting. And I've seen such great reception to it too. I mean, between all three singles that I've seen released and on YouTube and the, the great videos that go along with it too i've been seeing such great praise for these songs thank yeah you. thank you um austin delamano he's just a you know a young kid here in nashville and um he's been doing he's been the videographer we've been working with um and he's just been going above and beyond and just capturing you know the what we're trying to get out and he's been doing a great job just executing that for sure for us. oh and it's such a great mind to be able to have that too i mean between the whole band being able to have an artistic vision like that too i mean whether you're doing a very fun video or a very heartbreaking video i mean it's great to be able to have that diversity just just in the singles alone yeah, yeah and that's the great thing i like the most about the ep is that you know like you mentioned if you're looking for something melodic or you're looking for something um you know more upbeat slave to the grind kind of feel you know there's something for everybody within the ep we are a musical buffet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's a a great way to describe it and especially when you are a rock hard rock metal fan i mean there's something there for everybody Yeah, yeah and that was kind of the the vision that uh both of us had in mind we the last thing we want to do is pigeonhole ourselves. I mean, we're going to have a sound regardless, but you know, I want to, I want to feel free to try, you know, to take a left turn when usually I would take a right turn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to see that you have that vision too. I mean, rather than just trying to focus on one area that you are already uh, storming out of the gates, like showing all the different sides of your personalities. And then I just imagine with the future, that's going to be growing even more. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that we have um, a full-time bass player. Yeah. We have a, we have our, lineup solidified and um you know we we all like different styles of music right uh you know i i grew up listening to all the stones and also (laughs) hendrix and and then i you know jumped to ozzy with you know randy rhodes and Mm -hmm. eddie van halen and you know and then even some bands that are out today like seven dust and 
you know, Fuel, you know, that was another great band Mammoth. as well. Mammoth today mm-hmm. that, you know, bands like them and Dirty Honey and, you know, all those bands, they're all great, you know, um, but that just kind of comes out of us. That's why it's so diverse. And hopefully we continue to uh, to move forward in a different direction. I don't want to make the same record twice, you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be boring. Yeah. Well, I'm unless you're ACDC and then you can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's just, I, I love hearing that. I mean, especially I can hear with the riffs that you're playing and uh, the voice that you have is just like the pipes that you have are just so incredible. I mean, with the range that you got, I mean, just between you two alone, let alone the amazing rhythm section that you have now and yeah. just being able to have that lined up. I mean, it just feels unstoppable right now. Honestly, the magic is in the rhythm section. Yeah. If you don't have a rhythm section, then you, you know, you don't have a band. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's first and foremost, John and Corey, um, they're holding it down and they're doing a great job. You know, uh, they're a plus professional musicians and, and I, I feel very lucky to work with these guys. Uh, some of the best musicians I've ever worked with. Yep. And um, we're extremely lucky. But um, yeah. So what was it like, like getting the whole band together? Like, uh, obviously, with you two being able to work together. I mean, what was it like being able to fill out the rest of the band and just finding the right people to be able to fill the roles? It took time. Um, you know, we, we've been with John for a little over a year now. Um, but ever since then, it's always been the two of us and John. Uh, we've always used hired guns for shows um jack uh daniel is our producer for this ep he played bass on the record uh he's a he's an amazing guitar player um he has his own band that he tours with but mm-hmm. um it's just been a process you know it, it um you know it just took some time uh but we've had Corey on board now for a couple of months and he's doing wonderful he learned the songs really quickly I, like i said he's an a-plus professional musician so and that's the great thing about like getting um you know people in a room together that you know are just really great musicians is like you know we're um the music flows really well we all vibe really well but you know it did take us quite a while like uh cody said to to find Corey, and we ended up um you know doing the hired gun thing for months before we ended up settling on somebody that we knew was a great asset to you know the band um but now you know when we when we're all in a room together and we just start writing it's just so great to be in a in a room with everyone who is as talented as they are that know their instruments it just makes the writing process that much more fun yeah enjoyable yeah enjoyable so what was that like the first time that you all four of you got to be in the same room together and start jamming out um well uh it it was you know it felt awkward at first to be honest um but in a good way it was like oh man he's not supposed to mm-hmm. know how these songs go <laughs> honestly he played them better than than we played them uh to, if we want to be honest but yeah. um he was just he showed up prepared and it was very uh it was a lot of fun honestly we were able to play the songs through and um only had to show him maybe one or two things but the yeah. the dude had it dialed in from the start it was it was exciting to answer your question you know the great thing to not to continue to toot Corey's horn but you know he's he's a broad nashville broadway musician and those are musicians that are playing their instruments you know four to six eight hours a day and sometimes you don't know the songs when you're you know playing on stage with different people every night and you really have to have an ear and gauge how the song is going to go you know and so i think that kind of bleeds over to him being in lydia's castle when we first jammed with him but you know we jammed a tune that you know we had never played before together and it was just he just fell fell right in so yeah he was a good asset Um, i'm so glad to hear that and 
you know, again, just like we've talked about, you know, the rhythm section is so important and uh, being able to find someone on bass who can play that way and has all of that skill behind it. And of course, uh, with the drums as well, too. I mean, as as a drummer myself and uh, being a, a huge fan of his playing growing up, I'm so happy to see John in an incredible band again. And it just when I hear the what he's playing, it sounds like he's happy to be on the drums and playing these songs, which is so great to hear that again. Yeah, I mean, he's been looking for an original project to be in for um, a, while. a while. Yeah. Um, after he um, saved the world, after Save the World, uh, which was his last band. Um, you know, he did the Broadway thing for a little bit too, um, but he really wanted to do something that was original. And uh, we were looking to start piecing together a band. And uh, long story short, we met each other and we've just been hanging out and jamming and doing the whole band thing ever since it's just kind of felt natural um he loved it we loved him we all vibe so well together yeah and um we're really thankful to have him you know all of his industry knowledge and his experience and his talent and you know you 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 mentioned it perfectly josh you know like um he we're all just having fun so much fun this is like the prime i feel like of my life right now you know and what i'm doing and we're we're just having a good time enjoying it yeah. oh that's it's so great to hear that too and you know just it, seeing you two bounce off each other too just talking let alone being able to write music together i mean it's 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 great to see how you two are able to work together like that you know both like musically and in life in general i mean it's it's just so great to hear that especially when you hear so many bad stories about <laughs> a, what could happen in those situations i mean you two are proving that wrong i mean i can just see how happy both of you are to be able to discuss this music to play the music that you do and I imagine the live in the live setting, it's just incredible as well. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a connection. I mean, we've been together for nine years, so uh, <laughs> we've seen each other like literally almost every single day. For I mean, years, we've lived yeah. with each other for nine years. You know, we've been doing it for a while, a and long we've time. we've been through some th- through some stuff together. We've moved several states together. We've <laughs> taken random fourteen hour road trips to North Carolina together. Um, you know, we've, so it was we've had two cars break down together. We've had two cars break down at the same time together. <laughs> we have done it together. Uh, yeah, we've been carless. Uh, never been jobless. We've always had no. a job, but no. um, awesome jobs. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. Anyways, no, yeah, we just no. we've we've been hanging around each other for so long. It's you know we're two peas in a pod. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, like I'm glad somebody noticed that. <laughs> oh, totally. And, you know, again, just like when I, I hear your riffs and I, I hear your vocal range, it's just like, it meshes together so very well. It's just like you two are able to bounce off each other musically so well, and you just make each other sound better, which is just great to see. Well, that's good because, uh, you know, we're all supposed to support each other, um, in a song, you know, yeah. every, you know, we, we each prop each other up. You know, obviously my riffs probably wouldn't be as cool if Tanya wasn't singing over them. So, you know, each I always tell other. him he, he makes me sound good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, thinking about that as well, too. I mean, obviously with this uh, EP being in the works for a while and now finally being released, I mean, and, you know, just like uh, the fact that it is out and you're enjoying the fact that it's out. Like, how how is it for you, like looking back on it and all the trials and tribulations that go into ma- making your first EP? I mean, what what is that experience now when you're looking back at the final product? I will say, like, I don't know if there's anything in my entire life that has been. Well, there's one other thing. 
but this has been really hard. Um, I think for me, this was the first time that I've ever done it, anything musically to this level or extent. And I think like when you jump into it and you're motivated and you're just saying, I'm just going to go for it, you know, that's really brave to do. Um, but, you know, looking at the nights where <laughs> we had to eat ramen noodles for dinner or, you know, um, carpool and to save on gas or, you know, things like that, um, really pinch our pennies because you know there was music videos involved and recording and mastering and artwork and there's all these things that I didn't realize and I didn't put into perspective until I really started to create this EP with the guys and looking back on it on all the time and the hours that we spend every week two to three times a week rehearsing all the hours we spent listening to mixes and masters it's just, um, it's really great to just see the product come together. And I'm so proud of all of us. Oh, and yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that too. I mean, uh, with, uh, bands I've been a part of over the years too. I mean, there's so many trials and tribulations from trying to find the right band members to trying to find the right studios, having the right gear. That's not going to break down on you, uh, getting a van. That's not going to break down on you when you're going to a show. I yeah. mean, there's, there's so many things that can happen to you and so many things that can verge you from not even wanting to play music anymore, no matter how much you enjoy it. But, you know, just seeing everything that you've gone through and being able to release an EP like this and just seeing uh, the rise of the band just being able to continue more and more it's just like I can feel it it's like things are just going to keep growing from here on out like if this is what you're doing now it's only going to get better from here on out yeah. that's oh, that's the hope you I know? feel like there's nothing we can't get through you know I feel like you know John is still playing music at his age because like that's what he loves to do and we're all in this doing it because it's just really truly what we want to do yeah you know, whether we get signed, whether we go on some world tour, you know, we're really just having the time of our lives, you know, and it was hard, but we're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And like we talked about before, like I can hear the fun that's being made throughout this. I mean, with all the different emotions that's going through it, but I also hear the authenticity behind it, too. I mean, you're not just being diverse just to be diverse. I mean, you're doing it because you want to be able to explore all these different qualities and genres and things that can be a part of this band and you know it's again like if this is what you're doing now i just imagine that's going to be expanded upon and i'm i'm very excited to see what's going to be coming next from the band too i mean this is just five songs i know there's i know there's more coming down on the pipeline yeah we're i mean we've already started writing for the next batch of songs oh yeah um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I mean, I have no idea where it's going to go. You know, we're, you know, we work in a, a, a framework set of minds. So we kind of get a skeleton of a song together and then we just color in, you know, we draw the outline first and then yeah, we color, in, color in the outline. So, you know, we're, we're piecing it together and, you know, I have some ideas. Everybody has ideas, you know, and this is the first time that we're actually writing, uh, in this band as a full band, yep. you know, I've written it as a full band and in, in previous projects and bands that I've been in, but uh this is the first time for this band um because we wrote this ep with just the three of us me tanya and john mm -hmm. we didn't write with a bass player um like yeah. i said jack our producer uh, played the bass we didn't even know how the bass was gonna go <laughs> we went into the studio and you know uh and jack he's so uh, hands talented. down he's so talented he's such a great producer we just came in with the songs uh i just sent him some uh some scratch tracks and he's <laughs> like all right let's get to work and you know he he came up with some really great ideas that that helped um, mature the songs. Yep. 
Uh, the songs, for the most part, pretty much, you know, stay the same structure wise. But um, like I said, the coloring inside the outlines, uh, Jack definitely added his own splash. And it, uh, I think it turned out great. And, you know, that shows a lot about working with quality musicians, because when I hear the songs, it sounded like the bass was already in mind before you went into the studio. Like the bass lines Ooh. just fit so perfectly with the songs. I never would have thought that they were just made up in the studio. He he spent like maybe a day or two on it. And that was it. He yeah. yeah i'm sure that when he heard the when he heard the riffs that i sent him uh and the demos that i sent him i'm sure he had maybe like a basic idea in mind yeah. um but even then some of the riffs had changed and some of the uh like a chorus and a, and a bridge yeah. were flipped around, you know? So it was, you know, definitely on the spot for him and he nailed it. I, I couldn't have asked for better for a better bass part uh, than from him. So uh, with that in mind, I mean, obviously now with the band uh, filled out, so like uh, what is Corey bringing in for his like uh, inspiration? Like uh, has he shown off what he's wanted to bring into the band yet? Or is he just like <laughs> doing the basic bass lines or what's going on with that? He, uh, he's, he's a really diverse bass player. Uh, yeah. He likes everybody from Red hot chili peppers to periphery um he's he's definitely uh you know he he loves metal just as much as he loves um you know 90s grunge you know yeah. he's he's he loves everything um i expect nothing less than a diverse palette of ideas from him i mean even the ideas that he's given us now it's adding a adding a different flavor uh to what we do um which is not a bad thing mm -hmm. you know oh yeah i mean it's always great to be able to have those different ingredients and being able to uh, try different combinations i mean sometimes it's going to work amazingly well sometimes it might work out for something different so you never know until you try it yeah exactly yeah it's just a different vibe and like i said it's the first time we're writing as a collective uh solidified lineup yeah. um in this band so we're pretty excited, but yeah, he's every, every week, he's always kind of giving just a little bit more of, of who he <laughs> is. So I think he's just making us wait for it and kind of drag it out of him. Um, but he's had a lot of great ideas so far. So yeah. um, stay he, tuned. He was, he was a great addition, yeah. but where it goes, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great too because i i don't want to expect where the the next release will go i want to be surprised by where it's going to be i mean no matter what direction it's going to be going in i mean i can tell it's going to have that authenticity behind it it's going to have that full band sound to it and it's going to be four collective minds being able to put together some great music yeah that's that every band that i've ever loved and and you know that has been out since at least the, uh, the 60s you know it's the whole band was writing on it you know mm -hmm. everybody had their collective input on it um i think that's sometimes the best way to write sometimes it's best if you write as a songwriter you bring you present the song to the band and sometimes it's good to piece it together in the room and i'm a fan of both yeah there's no right or wrong way especially when you're again yeah. writing with everyone who's just really great you know we've had some songs like what comes around on the ep that you know started with john's you know drum groove and then falling into place that started with cody's guitar you know search for you started with a vocal melody yep. um and so what's great is there's no one shoe fits all it's just if you have a great idea let's just work on it yep. oh and yeah i mean that's so important and uh, being able to have all that is so important as well too i mean when you have everyone who can contribute ideas or able to work with different ideas that are not their own and uh, keeping the egos off to the side and just caring so much about what the song should be rather than what one person 
person says and everyone else just has to fall in line. Right. Yeah. And there's no egos in the room either. You know, everybody's always questioning and challenging each part to make sure, can we do better? Is that right? Is that the right place at the right time? You know, um, we always take everybody's ideas into consideration. Yeah. We, we always never, try everything. We never say, no, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, but sometimes if uh, Corey presents an idea to me, I'm like, yes, but change that last note. <laughs> and then that, that's happened. And it turned out to be yeah. uh, a really cool collaboration. Yeah. And I, I love hearing that so much. I mean, just being able to work together that way. And, and like you just said, I mean, sometimes just changing one note and n- not getting hung up on just that one particular note, like being able to try something out, whether it's higher or lower, whatever the case is. And, yeah, and he you know, just working on the song. It. And he he didn't balk at it at all mm-hmm. he was like yeah sure absolutely let's try a different note and we do that cool. with john we're like hey john try, try playing some, it like this or this. cody yeah. do this or like hey tanya can you think of like another vocal melody you know we're not super critical of each other we we tend to let each other uh or everybody just kind of do what feels right to them but if there's yeah. one part where it's like oh you should try that there everyone then... takes advice very well yeah. like constructive criticism and nobody's scared to try another person's idea i mean listen if you're going to be in a band together you have to be honest with each other you know? <laughs> yeah so um but it's cool you know it's a great vibe everyone's really happy to be there and everybody has really great uh you know a good I- ideas ideas and attitude yeah oh that, again that just makes me so happy to hear that and when i listen to the songs i can hear that and just uh uh hearing that uh from both of you knowing that i mean that just makes me happy and yeah i'm just excited to see things are going to be going from here on out i mean with the full band you got the the new ep out now people are enjoying it i'm enjoying it uh, i mean the future's looking bright uh you know obviously with the uh, working on songs now is there anything else that you guys are working on right now like shows or anything like that yeah yeah so um you know we're playing a show um uh tomorrow uh at the warehouse at the warehouse it's on gonna be june with, 11th yeah with yeah. the discrepancies and then we're playing uh the following weekend uh june 18th on a saturday in st louis at diamond musical uh with our good friends in inimical drive um we've got stuff in arnold missouri we're gonna be playing with um saving able at uh machine shop in flint michigan yep. uh so right now i think the next steps for us is to continue to build content you know we want to create a couple more music videos maybe some playthrough videos um but the main thing is just word of mouth like we just want to keep playing shows and get people to to hear about us oh that that's so great and uh and knowing that you are being able to go out and play these different kind of shows whether you're playing with friends whether you're opening for a huge band like saving able i mean being able to adapt to those situations and the different size venues and the different styles of music that's out there i mean you guys absolutely fit in like so many different categories of who you can open with headline tour with i mean there's it's endless with the sound possibilities that you have that's also another reason why i, I like to have diverse music on with a band yeah <laughs> I, you know I love I love a bunch of different music you know I want to open for everybody if, well, I, can, if I can open for Bruno Mars I'll open for Bruno Mars <laughs> well and it just happened like that too Josh just so you know like it, it um the music we wrote it just kind of came out like that yeah you know it wasn't like we were like hey forced. let's write something completely different 
it just, you know, each person bringing new ideas allowed each song to be different, you know? Oh, totally. And I hear that authenticity throughout everything. And yeah, just when I'm thinking about those live shows, I mean, the fact that you can adapt to those situations, you know, it's like if you're playing with a uh, saving able, being able to focus on these songs, or if you're playing with uh, more friends, you're able to play these kinds of songs, you know, just being able to adapt to those situations and having that diversity on there. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You know, I think that's a great note to end on. I mean, there's so much to be looking forward to when it comes to new music and shows coming up and everything that's going on with you. And of course, uh, the, the brand new debut EP, which is out now. I've been enjoying it every single day. I've been checking this out, getting ready for this interview. And it's been an incredible time being able to talk to you, just hear both of your minds and just hear that collective of how everything came together and just knowing the kinds of music that you want to make that authenticity behind it it's it it's just it's so great when i hear and uh interview people that actually do have that passion behind the music that they're playing and i thank you very much for taking time to be able to talk to me about all of it oh thank yeah. you for having us thank you very much yeah. and for all of your listeners josh josh um they can go to lydiascastle.com and you can find all of our tour dates tickets merch there's music videos, the EPs on there, bio, anything that you're looking for Lydia's Castle wise, go to lydiascastle.com. All of our social links are on there as well. And uh, we would love for you guys to check out that new EP. Yeah, let us know what you think. And welcome back to the Heavy Debriefings podcast. That was my interview with Tanya and Cody of Lydia's Castle, whose brand new self-titled EP is available now, and it's directly through the band. So go check them out at all of their social media websites, and of course, the band's website to be able to check out the EP and check it out everywhere. I apologize for my voice right now if it's coming off a little sickly at all. I am dealing with allergies pretty bad. It's kicking my ass right now, so I'm just trying to power through this. I'm also recording this on Sunday morning rather than Sunday night. Normally, I would record it at Sunday night, but due to the last 24 hours or so, I haven't exactly had a good night's sleep either, which I'll get into, but just trying to just trying to plow through. Isn't that all we can do? Well, anyways, uh, I want to be able to cover a little bit of what I've been playing lately. Uh, there hasn't been too much that I've been playing that's different, but there is a couple new games that I got uh, for pretty cheap. Uh, pretty cheap, thanks to the PlayStation sales that constantly keep going. One of those games is one that I never even knew existed until I picked it up. Uh, that is uh, Jane Silent Bob Mall Brawl, a very, very cheap game with Nintendo graphics. In fact, I even think Limited Run did a ha-ha-ha limited run of this game on Nintendo cartridges so you can play it that way. But I picked it up on the PlayStation and it's a funny game. It reminds me so much of the Eden Prairie Mall, which the original Mall Rats took place in. No, it's not a New Jersey Jersey location, it is Minnesota. So I will always remember that. I mean, there's a lot of it that really does have that mall rats feel to it, but it's also a Jane Silent Bob adventure. The quick stop is in there for some inconspicuous reason. It's hard as balls, but it's a fun game. So I've been very much enjoying that. I mean, if you like that Jane Silent Bob humor, but you want it in a Nintendo original NES style, pick it up. I mean, I got it for like less than five bucks. Well worth your time. And another game that I'm so late to the party on, but I've always wanted to play 
play it and I finally just pulled the trigger on it is the game Little Big Planet 3. I missed the original Little Big Planets because I was an Xbox guy when those go when those games came out and since they're not available on the PS4 or 5, I got the Little Big Planet 3 to be able to check out. And it's a really fun platforming game. It's very cute, it's very sweet. Sackboy is adorable, all the other cast of characters are adorable as well, and you can change the little costumes that they got on. It makes you kind of forget about life's troubles for a while. I mean, that's not to say the game is completely easy or anything like that. I mean, it's very gracious for how many times you can die before you have to restart a level. I will not deny that whatsoever, but it can be hard. But it's also just really fun, and it feels like a very fun escape. Sometimes we just need something like that, and you know, that was like, I think it was like 9 Nine, ten bucks maybe on PlayStation, and I'm still very much enjoying that. It was fun. I might even go back to playing it after I'm done recording all of this stuff going on here. But of course, the big elephant in the room when it comes to myself is that my dad's slash memorial slash bike run slash funeral slash life celebration happened yesterday. And again, check out previous episodes of the show to hear me talk about stuff like that. Check out Something Gives on YouTube where I go into the most detail about everything if you just want to know the backstory about my dad and my relationship with him. But it still hurts. I mean, a huge part of me is very cathartic that all of this shit is overdone. Now, it's over. I no longer have to worry about any funeral stuff. I never have to see his wife. And unfortunately, even though they were only married a couple months, my stepmother never have to see her again. I never have to be in a situation where she is even in my existence, which makes me very happy. I mean, there's nothing quite like saying, you should have died instead of your brother, to uh, really kickstart a good, wholesome family relationship, right? But yesterday, I've been, I was doing everything that I could possibly do to try to avoid the situation, because I didn't know what else I could really do. I was gaming, I was watching a lot of stuff on TV, I ate way more than I should have, I... Even though I am a fat guy, I tend not to eat throughout the whole day, like, you, you know, which is, like, such a response to going through a lot of bad stuff. A lot of people think that, that that's all fat people do is just eat all day. But I actually did yesterday. I, I ate way too much, way too many bad things, just to try to get my mind into a better place. Of course it didn't work. Of course not. It never works. But one thing I was able to do to get my mind off of it for roughly four hours was I finally checked out the George Carlin documentary, American Dream, which is up on HBO Max. And George Carlin is by far my favorite comedian. Discovered him when I was in elementary school. My parents bought me his 90s albums, which I mean, that kind of already explains the relationship that I had with my parents to begin with. And I just really sat down and just listened to those over and over and over again. And yeah, the 90s through the rest of his life were like some of the darkest stand-ups you'll ever see, especially the last couple ones right before he died. That shit gets dark. But to me, that was just normal. I mean, if those kinds of things just like aren't on your mind all the time, you've had a very good life. For me, it was just a lot of relatable stuff. 
stuff going on in those. And it was great to be able to see how he started um, his life, his family life. Like, his parents reminded me a lot of my parents in different ways. You know, when you have those broken homes, you, you can identify, even if you're not going through the same things, you can identify the pain. And he went through a lot of pain, and, you know, a lot of that came back to haunt him later. I mean, he had a really bad cocaine habits, and I can only imagine that's why he died as early as he did, because of all the heart struggles that he had with that. I mean, I, I know it's a bit of a spoiler here, but uh, don't do cocaine. Even if it doesn't hurt as you're taking it, or even a little bit after, it will come back to bite you in the ass later in life. But it was a really great representation. There was a lot of great people being able to talk about him, and what an effect that they had on them. I'm really glad he was split into two parts, because they split at the perfect time, too, when he was just about to start getting really dark, which to me is where I started off, and that was just normal to me. But when he finally started getting dark, that's where it separates from episode one and episode two. That was a really good spot to be able to, like, if you needed to take a break, it's good to do that. For me, I need something to get my mind off of stuff, so, you know, like, I plowed right ahead for almost four hours. But if you're just curious about, like, American culture, sociological aspects of America from the 40s to the 2010s, this is a really great documentary that's really worth checking out. I apologize again, my my voice is getting a little raspy. Allergies, again, have been kicking my ass this week. And the only thing that can make that better is the rising heat that's going to be coming up uh, here in Minnesota. It's going to be getting near almost 100 this week. So, of course, what's a better way to be able to combat all those allergies that come along with that than turning on the air conditioner, which just blows all those allergies right in. So, either I can stay cool or deal with allergies. And funny enough, my anti-anxiety medication is essentially Benadryl, which is essentially stuff for allergies. And it knocks me out. So... I can either be awake or deal with allergies. I don't get a choice. But I kind of feel like I'm rambling right now, so I'm going to take a few minutes. It's going to be instantaneous for you, but I'll be right back to be able to talk about the end of the show here with the soundtrack to this week's episode of the Heavy Debriefings Podcast. And welcome back to the Heavy Debriefings Podcast. And we are now going to be talking about the soundtrack to episode 13, and I believe episode 435. 45. 445 overall, if you include the That Journal Guy series. If you want to check out this soundtrack, please go over to Spotify, search my name, Josh Runquist, J-O-S-H, space, R-U-N-D-Q-U-I-S-T, and you'll see episode 13 soundtrack, 513, 2022. And this week's soundtrack is more than a doozy. It is a whirlwind of emotions going on here. And we're going to start it off, of course, with Lydia's Castle, and the first track off their self-titled EP, Falling Into Place. And because I did mention Jane Silent Bob, I might as well have talked about where there's metal in Jane Silent Bob. And of course, that is Clerks 2 with King Diamond and the song Welcome Home off the album Them. Then we get into what is one of the most, most looked forward to albums I've seen from a lot of people this year. I've gotten to check it out and it is a fantastic album from the band Haunt and their brand new single, Mercenaries. Then and we go into Bloody Heels, who have turned into so much more than a glam revival band, where they're able to experiment more with progressive, goth, a little bit of industrial moments going on here. But overall, just a killer album from start to finish from the band Bloody Heels. And off that album, Rotten Romance, I have the 
song, Burning Bridges. Then, off of what I believe is their third album called Heavy Rocks, they are just the kind of band to do such a thing, the band Boris and their brand new single, Question One. Then, in what I would really, really like to hear your thoughts on, a brand new discovery I made last week, it is black metal with all clean vocals. Yes, you heard me right. There is not one single black metal scream on this on this EP, or from this band, known as Neuroth. And off their debut EP, Nocturnal Woods, I'm showing you the song Onwards, Into the Abyss. When you check out the song, you think you know where it's gonna be going, but in the words of the real world, you think you know, but you have no idea. How many people still get that reference? Am I just that old now? Anyways, we are then gonna be going into the brand new single from Elvati, who I can't wait to be able to check out their brand new album, but they released a brand new single, Adia. Then we go into Inanimate Existence, easily the most technical, brutal band on the show this week, and they have a brand new album called The Masquerade. And I've gotten to check this thing out, and I think this band just continues to improve on every single album. And I'm showing you my favorite off the album, Return to the dream. Then in a band I've never heard of before until I started looking for music for the show is a brand new single in a brand new band I've never heard of called Dude Cicator. Let me try that one more time. Dude Cicator. And they have a brand new single that struck me immediately. I checked it out. It's very experimental, but it's very heavy at the same time. A song that, again, once you hear the title, you'll understand why it hit me. A song called Still Haven't Killed Myself. And then finally, I have the band Dead City Crown featuring my friend Kyle Morrison on keyboards who is recovering from a bit of a cancer scare and I really hope the worst of it is over now and if you're checking this out I really hope you're doing good man I really do but I know it in at least one way you're doing great right now because your band's brand new EP Beasts of Fiction is now available and rather than like showing you all the fruits of the labor of what this band is about I decided to go with the final track off the EP a cover of The Weeknd's Blinding Lights I guess it's a sign of a good song if, it, if you can do a cover and the song sounds good. That means it's a good song. Fight me all you want to. But I think that's a great way to be able to close out the episode 13 soundtrack for the Heavy Debriefings podcast for May 13th, 2022. And again, if you want to check out this specific playlist or any other playlist that I have available, head on over to Spotify and search my name, Josh Runquist. You'll find all of the lists that I've made in recent times. That Drummer Guy, Heavy Debriefings, Cavalcade Top 10 lists, and more. Please go check it out. Or at least check out the bands. Please just go check out the bands. And one bit of house cleaning before I let everyone go. I just wanted to let you know some positive news that I'm in even more places now than originally before. That's right. As of last week, I am on Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. And I know those three are quite huge. So I know it's kind of like me being a little piss dribble in the ocean of podcasts and music and everything else that's out there. But just in case you check out one of those three, you can now check me out there. There. Again, everywhere you check me, check me out. I'm I'm available now. You know, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, all of those podcast sites that you check out podcasts on, and now some of the bigger leaks as well too with Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. Much obliged if you go check me out. And that does it for the show this week. Thank you so very much for tuning in and checking out my interview with Lydia's Castle one more time. If you like the interview, if you're checking out the playlist, if you go and check out the band, go check out the full debut EP known as Lydia's Castle. It's everywhere that you stream music. 
and you can pick it up right through the Bantu as well. I will be back next week. Yes, I've been on a roll lately, especially with me starting to do one interview per show lately. It's such a better way to be able to go about things. That way you're not constantly wondering when I'm going to be on. And I've been thankful lately that I've been able to do consistent show after consistent show lately. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for you to be able to tune in and check it out. But I will be back next week with a brand new interview. And make sure to check me out on everywhere on social media. You know, you got Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And if Elon Musk does find some way to be able to back out of the Twitter deal, or he sells his shares or whatever happens, you'll be able to check me out again on Twitter. All of those being heavy debriefings. And of course, check out ThatDrummerGuy.com for everything that was that drummer guy and now heavy debriefings, including over 820 interviews. Links to all my written material, links to where you can check out the show, and so much more. And until next week, this is Josh Runkle saying, see ya.